0: Chris, before we get started on this week's edition of the Clarksville Rundown, Mm -hmm. last week we had to start with an apology
1: because Uh it was basically because of us. You had to start with an apology. I never apologized. You never apologized? I never apologized. I I do apologize. Now, ask my wife. I apologize a lot. Just not
0: in that case? Yeah. yeah. So I started the podcast with an apology because we ruined Freedom Valley Elementary School for Dr. Gene Lunavetter, and we're we're so upset about that. It's not our intent. Um, We don't have to start... This week with an apology, do we?
1: I don't think did so. Did we screw anything up uh, last week? I don't think we did. Good. That's good. We're moving um, in the right direction. <laughs> no. no apologies. That's great. Well, all we did was make a suggestion that maybe they should name it after a person. We didn't. That whole pineapple thing. That we had nothing to do with that.
0: The, that was the most fun I've had in a long time. <laughs> of laughing about pineapples. Just Google it, or maybe not. Um, I did see. So there, there was. I, I was tooling around on 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 the internet, mm-hmm. and I was on Facebook. One does yeah. 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 It's on Facebook, Clarksville Chat, which I love. Most entertaining thing ever. Oh, yeah. That and Idiot Drivers of Clarksville are my two favorite Clarksville Facebook pages. Yeah. I love those two. Anyway, um, there's a fella, there's a cat. His name's Chris Lanier. Yeah, He's running for the school board. He is. And so, you know, he's, he's posts on there once in a while. And, mm-hmm. and people were talking about what should we name the elementary school? Mm-hmm. Um, and I rarely comment because I don't want to get involved and I don't want craziness,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I, I get enough of that. I get enough of that. Yeah. So I did comment in that whole thing. People are talking about what should I name, what should we name the elementary school? And everyone wants to name it after some person. Mm-hmm. And I said, whatever we decide, let's save Wilma Rudolph for the next three school complex we're building, uh-huh. that way we can have Wilmer Rudolph Elementary, Wilmer Rudolph Middle School, Wilmer Rudolph High School. Yeah. And Chris Lanier liked that and said that was a good idea. Yeah. So just well. because he liked a comment of mine, that may be enough to sway my
1: vote. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, all that to say, that's all it takes. So you, you
1: just need somebody to stroke your ego. Yeah. There's, so there's no, there's, no yes. paula, there's no quid pro quo. But man, stroke somebody's ego, you get their vote. Right. Well, I'll see if I can get a good deal on some mulch or
0: something. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the Clarksville Rundown. We break down the biggest stories on Clarksville Now for the week. My name is Ryan Pluckelman, And that guy over there, he's uh, hes hes a man of integrity and honor.
1: You forgot my name again, didn't you? You're just going to call me that guy of integrity The and guy honor. of
0: integrity and honor. He's a festive dude, Chris Smith, yeah, the editor-in-chief of ClarksvilleNow.com.
1: There we go. All right. all right.
0: You got these stories? I got the stories. All right.
1: All right. So this is one of those weird weeks where mm-hmm. uh, we were covering a court case all week. Yeah. So yeah, so this is uh, this is what we got left with. Okay, when, when one, one of the reporters is sitting on a wooden bench <laughs> with no cushion, <laughs> it's, a, it's not a whole lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> eight hours a week. Um, yeah. So this one's uh, kind of interesting because um, I, I think the city did something kind of canny here. Um like candy, do to mean good or candy bad candy like uh, uh interesting. Yeah you know, okay. uh, very th- very um uh smart. Okay. was that on your word of the day calendar? Yeah, okay, candy. good. I'm glad yeah. you're able to use that in a sentence yeah. today. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> so they uh they need to pay we've known this for a long time. They need to pay for this performing arts center. Right. Um you can't just add a wholesale cloth, you know, build a massive performing arts center with five hundred seats and right. all that stuff. So we've yeah. got to find a way to pay for this. So what they've done is they've created uh, the act authority. Okay. So everybody say that after me. The act authority. Act authority. Yeah. This is going to be a new word for our, for our community. Okay. Uh, kind of like MPEC was. Oh, this is going to be like the new MPEC? Well, no, not not necessarily. But I don't know. It depends on, I guess, how you define things. Yeah. Some people will probably look at it that way. But this is the city's attempt to find a way to pay for this thing. So okay. what they're going to do, since the city can't borrow money necessarily just to pay for the uh, performing arts right. center, Um, Or the PAC. Yeah. If we want to get all, all army here, we're going to use yes, a bunch of acronyms. The pack. They've created the Art, Culture, and Tourism Authority. Okay. So this way, they can have a body where they can send all the money to, and then the Act Authority can distribute the money to pay, for, can borrow money to pay for the event center or the Performing Arts Center, and then they can distribute the money to the Performing Arts Center.
0: Okay. So they need to, because the city can't do it. Mm. So the city can't go to the bank. <laughs> so, the city can't go to FM Bank and say, hey, I need to talk to John Peck. John, we need to borrow some money. Mm-hmm. Can, we can fill out a credit app in the <laughs> name of, of of the city of Clarksville. Yeah, no, they have to make an organization that will then get the money uh-huh. and then take donations and then distribute said things. So if we're yes. gonna if we're gonna pay for the performing arts center, we can't have Joe Pitts going down to F and M Bank.
1: Mm-hmm. You know. Or the, the payday loan place. <laughs> the
0: check and the cash.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what do you got
0: for collateral? Well, well I've got the whole okay. city of Clarksville, is what I have. You can't <laughs> have do a that. Municipal. Right. Body. Exactly. Exactly. So they have to make this thing to do it. So it's kind mm-hmm. of a way to work around the law, which says the city can't right
1: on loans. their own yeah. they can't do that so they have to create this thing to basically launder the money to to pay for this thing it's not Which, laundering <laughs> money well that's a it's a good way to, to conceptualize it i think but anyway um so they're they've set just this up the, you're just accusing the,
0: the city of clarksville <laughs> no. of a federal
1: crime it's a metaphor
0: okay <laughs> that was a metaphor, everybody. Yeah. Calm down. So
1: the No, there's and there's other authorities in the city. The Airport Authority, yeah. um, authority. the um, if you remember the Two Rivers Authority, yeah. um that used to manage downtown. Yeah. You have to have a separate body to to handle these things. Manage things, right, yeah. yeah. And so the um, the other cool thing about this, um, from their perspective, is that this body will also be sort of a umbrella agency that can manage the museum, the customs house mm-hmm. museum. And also the uh, Arts and Heritage uh, Development Council. All right. So basically gives some and also the Roxy Regional Theater. Yeah. Um, because these bodies, they need somebody to help with like human resources, yeah. you know, uh, procurement, accounting, all those kind of things. So this body can provide that uh, infrastructure for them.
0: Okay. So here's the million dollar question, mm-hmm. which I'm sure people are going to comment on without listening to, so they won't even get to this point anyway. Maybe not. How much Chris Smith... Uh-huh. Are my tax dollars going to go up because of the
1: art council? I have an answer for you. Ooh, you ready? Yep, yep, ready. All right, here we go. I don't know. That's not an answer. <laughs> I mean, it, it may not at all. Um, now, here's one thing that they have done. Okay, and this this is this is pretty canny too. Yeah. Um the uh they're going to be voting on this well they voted, they had their first vote on it. All right. And it was approved to in, to add a um uh, what's it called a privilege tax to our hotel motel tax. So right now we've got this hotel motel tax uh-huh. that everybody who stays in a hotel or motel in town pays. Well now they're adding to that a privilege tax of up to 4%. Okay. That'll be for hotels, motels, holiday inns. Holiday inns. <laughs> 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 and uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically, any Airbnb, campgrounds, whatever. So this is any anytime you're renting lodging, okay, all right. you got to pay this additional cost. Okay. Um, and so that will also that will go into the act authority, and the act authority will distribute those funds primarily to the Performing Arts Center. Okay. All right. Now, and that's a good thing because what this this does that's not money that residents are necessarily paying. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, money that people coming to our community coming for, you know, beauty pageant, fishing tournament, what have you, visiting soldiers, Listen, whatever.
0: Listen, because when you think Depend. of Clarksville and tourism, you think of beauty pageants and fishing tournaments. And fishing tournaments.
1: And the cornhole tournament had like had the like, the cornhole tournament's legit. Had like 400 people coming, yeah. like contestants coming yeah. for that cornhole tournament. So the Queen City Cornhole Throwdowns what they yeah. should call it, yeah. Yeah, it
0: was very successful. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: So and and I you know I know people don't think of necessarily Clarksville as being a tourist destination like Pigeon Forge or, you know, um you know brand- with that kind of attitude we're not going to be <laughs> but there are a lot of people who come to Clarksville as tourists yeah i, I yeah and it's, i think it's that's great un, it's an un, un, unknown thing sort of a sleeper thing that we okay. actually do have a, a vibrant tourism industry that draws a lot of uh, money into our community and that's money that we're not paying that right. that is not local taxpayers paying that money that's outside income
0: that's the amount of towners
1: yeah, it's yeah. like out of towners. Grab them while they're coming through. Exactly, kind of like the whole reason that we, you know, the Bucky's was going to be such a great idea. That was all going to be people traveling through, right. pouring money into our local economy. And similar thing with, um, if you need to raise revenue, raise it on the people who are just passing through, not on the residents. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. by the
0: time they look at the
1: receipt and are mad about that four percent tax, mm-hmm. they're already in Kentucky. That's right. That's right. So, um, but anyway, so this the the act authority already passed. That yeah, was a okay, resolution. So that Glad. exists. All right, we have it. We have that now. The privilege tax. Um, apparently, some hotel, motel, holiday inn Say, uh, what? owners uh, aren't really happy about that, and so uh-huh. it'll have to have a second vote at the next um, uh, council meeting. Okay, and, um, so we'll see how it goes.
0: So we'll see if there's a big conglomerate of hotel. Motel Holiday Holiday Inn. Inn Say what?
1: Hey, what? Uh, Um, Showing up at that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see. By the way, speaking of fees, can I go off on fees for a second? Sure. Go off on fees. So fees. The other day, I don't know if you've ever had this moment of panic when you realize that the sticker on your license
1: plate is about to expire. What did you do? Well, no,
0: no. I didn't do anything. And so my, my daughter's car, her registration was about to expire. Okay. And so I go online. And it's a great thing. You go online, right? You go to... Uh, The county clerk, you can pay it all online, Mm -hmm. and they send it to you in like two days. Mm -hmm. It's it's really, it's fantastic. So as I'm paying registration for this year, I noticed registration did go up. Mm -hmm. It costs more to register a car in Montgomery County. What I didn't realize, and this was just put into place this year, Mm -hmm. is there's a little something called the electric vehicle charge. Where, oh, yeah. So my daughter does not drive an electric. You're saying like, his daughter drives an electric vehicle? How much are they paying him there? It's an old Prius. She drives a used Prius. But a Prius, because it's a hybrid, qualifies as an electric car. So it's ne- it's nearly double to register your car if you have to fall under the electric. Really? It cost me $217 to register my daughter's <sighs> basically 10-year-old Prius Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I, I, there's pros and cons. I see the arguments well, I see for too. it. Right, but for fully electric
0: cars. I understand they yeah. don't pay the gas tax, and so that was designed to help offset the fact that electric cars don't pay the gas tax. I'm pumping plenty of gas in that car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, just thought it yeah. was so, I think that's one of those things where I was the first of many who are going to go, I don't have an electric car. It's a, it's a hybrid. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to get... So that was kind of, I was a little upset yeah. about that. Not like the Pluckums are not going to eat because I got to shell out $217 to Montgomery County to register a Prius. Yeah. But still, I just thought that was rather interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, what's frustrating about that is, you know, we're trying to, well, f- to Clarksville's benefit, we should be trying to help make, encourage a transition to electric vehicles. This is something that should be encouraged right. for two reasons. One gets us off of fossil fuels. Helps us get to the next stage of technology. But also, Clarksville's friggin' making electric vehicle batteries. That's true. That's true. This is your money. It is in your best interest, Clarksville, to support electric vehicles. And now, and the state legislature yeah. is basically putting into place laws that discourage the very industry that is helping this community. We just got a bunch of billions of dollars coming in for that. And why? Because, oh, electric vehicles, we're going to just make that a partisan issue. Right. It should not be a partisan issue. It's a technology issue. I should get
0: a thank you. I should get a thank you saying, hey, here's a coupon for half-off registration. Yeah. Because your daughter has a used Prius. Yeah. (laughs) I I was really grumpy about that for a whole day. That's how I know I'm getting old when I'm grumpy about registration fees. That's ridiculous. So fees, fees, and more fees. Yeah. Yeah. But I do hope that I I do hope we get that new performing arts center. It's beautiful. Brad Martin did an incredible job designing Mm -hmm. that bad boy. It is beautiful.
1: Oh, I'm a well, big the, fan. The, the thing that I was saying was kind of uh, canny. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm using, I don't know if I'm using the right well, word. Um, we'll pretend I am. Um, is that the way that this was put forward? I mean, they've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah, and all of a sudden, special session. Yeah, they send out all the information about the uh, this thing about three, three business days, maybe two business days before mm-hmm. they were going to be voting on it, okay. and it's like all landed last minute. So there wasn't like a lot of time for community discussion about gotcha. whether this is a good idea. It Was very last minute. It passed eight to two. Wham bam! Thank you, ma'am. We hotel got hotel, motel, Holiday Inn. Say what? It's passed. No, okay. And so it was. It was very fast thing that was done that did not have to be done that quickly, unless somebody has a better explanation for me of why it had to be done that quickly. It
0: didn't allow people to get worked up on the internet and then
1: find out when <laughs> no, they're having that meeting. We wanted time to get mad about this. Right, they're like, well, so we don't need
0: no fancy performing arts center. We need sidewalks.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so that went through really fast. Yeah. Um, and now they're, they're going to have another vote on the tax, but we'll see the, the fee.
0: But yeah, we'll sure. see how many hotel, motel, and... Holiday Inn. Owners show up at the next city council meeting to see if that's going to pass.
1: Say what? <laughs> Please look <laughs> that song up, stuck, everybody. to stuck in my head for all a long time. Um, all right. Uh, next story up. And this is that trial that we were talking about. Um, this was crazy. Yeah, yeah. This trial was crazy.
0: Here's why it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So we break it down. So we go back to March of 2022. Mm-hmm. Right? Fort Campbell Boulevard, Walmart. Mm-hmm. Everybody hears there's a shooting. At the Fort Campbell Boulevard Walmart. And we're like, oh my God, I can't believe there's a shooting. Fort Campbell Boulevard Walmart. Mm-hmm. And then you find out it's over a bag of chips. Yeah. Some guy lost his life over a bag of chips. Yeah. And so, and correct me if I'm wrong. Now, he's been he's been found guilty, so I don't have to say alleged anymore. That's true. So, so this cat decides that he's got, he's already been arrested multiple times for various violent other crimes. By the way, he, does have, he has a history. He goes to Walmart and wants some chips or something, gets, harasses some Walmart employee. They don't get paid enough to deal with the crud that people put on them on a daily basis. This guy shoots the Walmart employee, then like a coward runs off, throws his gun to the side. Well, guess what, moron? We got you on camera. Yeah. you your stupid red hoodie and your stupid hat. And so they get them on camera. And the best thing is it took the jury an hour to deliberate. Why? An hour, hour 45. Hour 45. Why? Because it takes about an hour to figure out who the foreman is, how you're going to vote on this stuff. And then you, I know because I've been a jury foreman before it's just absolutely. But I, I was so mad reading that story that somebody lost their life mm-hmm. working at Walmart They are not slaves, folks. They are not indebted to us. They are people working a job. A guy went to work, lost his life over a bag of chips. Throw the book at this idiot. Please, make sure this guy never sees the light of day day again. Um, It was an open and shut case. I feel bad for his defense attorney because he had no defense. We got
1: you on camera shooting the guy. What are you going to say now? Well, and it wasn't just the video. So... It, what comes out in court, I, I don't understand why he didn't just plead guilty. Because I mean, what comes out in court, the gun mm-hmm. that uh, was found at the scene yeah. was a gun, a 380, that had been stolen by the defendant mm-hmm. from his, I think it was his uh, cousin's house yeah. earlier in the day. Yeah, so he steals the gun from this woman mm-hmm. out of her safe. That she had got from her next door neighbor. She bought from her next door neighbor. So he steals the gun. She had called 911 30 minutes before this and said, hey, somebody stole my gun. I'm pretty sure it was my cousin who right. was just here. And and then 30 minutes later, the gun is used <laughs> to shoot the Walmart employee. They find him hiding and in the then, woods behind. Yeah, right, yeah. So then the police get there and they sick, they send out Arlo, uh, a police dog. Yeah. Arlo Starts tracking, you know, to see if there's a human, you know, who's run from the area. Goes off into the woods. The canine handler hears this clickety-click. And he's like, what is that? And he calls Arlo back. Arlo comes back. The clickety-click is the gun in Arlo's mouth. Arlo found the gun. Fetch fetched the gun. <laughs> he way to go, the, Arlo! Three eighty comes back, um, gives it to uh, to the police officer, and is like, oh, "Oh, heck! There's a gun!" And then they find the um, the guy in the woods back there, you know, where the gun was like on yeah. the way back to where the guy was. So they've got the gun that was taken earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, he's wearing the same clothes as seen yeah. in the video, yeah. and the defense is like, "Maybe there was another guy. Maybe there's another guy who stole the gun." <laughs> Can you imagine, this woman? right, you're a defense yeah. attorney,
0: right? You got to go meet some knucklehead in jail. Yeah. And then you start seeing the evidence that's being presented, right? They yeah. have him on video. Mm. They know he stole the gun from his relative, right? Mm. They have all of that. Slam dunk, slam dunk, slam dunk. And you got to make up something so at least it seems like you're trying. Because it's yeah. his constitutional right to have a yeah. fair trial and to be judged by a jury of his peers. And so you have to, as a defense attorney like introduce reasonable you, doubt. You know he did it. Yeah. There he is smiling on camera. Like you can see his face and you go like, "Oh man, how am I going to make this convincing?"
1: Yeah. That's oh, a hard job. Not to mention the gunshot residue on his skin. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So you've got gunshot residue on his skin. You know he stole the gun. You got him on camera killing the guy and you got to be like, how do I put reasonable doubt in there? Like, yeah. well,
1: and that's, that's the attorney's job. Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. Attorneys, attorneys have so, got to do that.
0: And he has to do his job. That's our constitutional right. Yeah. The guy has to have a fair trial. It's in our constitution, whether you like it or not, mm-hmm. it's in our constitution, but I can't imagine be in the defense, and you you know you lost that one. I don't mm-hmm. know if they keep track, like if they have a like they have a scoreboard in their office, like won that one. What's my win percentage? Yeah. yeah. When you take that case on, it's going to
1: hurt your win percentage. Yeah, you're yeah. not winning that one. And uh, and and if the, if your defendant is insisting on pleading not guilty, it's like, yeah, it's really? I you're mean, like, what what do I do with this?
0: let me have to say, like, listen, not guilty means you didn't do it. You need
1: to plead guilty because it's obvious that you did. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You keep saying not guilty, but I don't think you know what that means. Well, there was a funny, uh, funny, I shouldn't say funny about anything involving this case, but it's just striking after the, uh, after all this came down, if the jury came back Uh in a very brief amount of time and said first degree murder premeditated all charges, um, they said, okay, well, if you're saying he's guilty, now there's these additional charges because he was a felon with a gun, he was a, you know there were other things they had to add to it, and so the judge says, you know, uh, how does your uh, client plead? He's just been found guilty, yeah, of murder, yeah, and then all these other things that if he was yeah. found guilty, he must he has to be guilty of these right. other things. Attorney, you know, confers with the client. Attorney, like, kind of ex- with exasperation in his voice, says to the judge. He pleads not guilty. Your Honor. He pleads not guilty when he, everybody knows yeah. he's going to be found
0: guilty in 15 minutes by the jury. So, and the jury at that point has to go back and re-deliberate. Yeah. And here's the question. And I, having served on a jury before, mm. and I, I was, I was the, you know, selected as a foreman. It was, it's a heck of an experience. Everybody needs to be on jury duty at least once and to yeah. hear a trial because it gives you a new respect yeah, and appreciation. Yeah, I've done it. It's, it's,
1: it's very, it's, very it's, educational. It's crazy.
0: Um, but you have to, you, they went back in the room and go, how long do we have to be in here just to make it seem like we were trying to do our job. <laughs> like, you you wonder we how long? <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes.
1: <laughs> Five minutes. It takes longer to walk back. They practically sat down, said, "Yeah, good, good." Stood up and came back out. Wow, and said, "Yeah, he's guilty of that too." Yeah. Absolutely crazy. I remember when I was uh, I was the foreman of the jury, and I had
0: thought that that you pass the verdict to the judge, and the judge reads it. So mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, writing this down. I got it all figured out, right?" send it to the judge. I'm like, my work here is done, folks. Mm-hmm. And then the bailiff comes back to me and hands it to me.
1: I'm mm-hmm. like, is this a souvenir? Or has like, been rejected? Like, what, 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 <laughs> are there notes? <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> there, right. judge, exactly. Did, is, did he, he autograph did, has it? He, has he graded it? Right. <laughs> do I shadow box
0: this? Like, what do I do with this? And then the judge goes, uh, well, the jury foreman, please stand. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I had to read. I had to read the verdict. Yeah, yeah. And so the person that, could you read your own handwriting? Barely. Yeah. Uh, thirteen charges on this person, and I had to read all thirteen
1: charges. Yeah, your mouth would go dry.
0: Here's the worst thing, mm-hmm. right? Because listen, it's not like it's not like TV, not like this case we have with the Walmart where they have they, they have everything they needed. Right? This is something out of television. Mm-hmm. This guy was the worst criminal ever. But normally it's not it's that like way. Law and Order SVU type, exactly. Yeah. Normally it's not that way, right? And and so you you'd like to think that you're going to have something that's going to convince you completely. Mm-hmm. Obviously this person did or did not do this. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you didn't have that. So I knew at some point I'm ruining someone's life at this time. Mm-hmm. I've got the guy who's standing accused in a chair,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like 10 feet from me. I've got the victim and the victim's family
1: mm-hmm.
0: right behind, you know, the sitting in the seats right behind They're all they're mm-hmm. like 10 feet from me too and ev- i can feel every eyeball
1: yeah you're, in the you're courtroom. the you're the face that they're going to yes! associate with reading that
0: verdict i you am know? about yeah. to ruin someone's yeah. life whether i you know if, if we got it wrong that's i mean you'd lose faith in the criminal justice system mm-hmm. right you'd feel like you didn't get the justice you deserved if we're right i just don't know and so i start reading and I get to the point, I have to read the whole thing. The Commonwealth. Go on and on and on. We, the jury, find the defendant. And I say, not guilty. Mm-hmm. I hear a sigh, like, oh, from the person that was accused. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the victim and their family starts crying. Mm-hmm. And they're mad. And I'm like, I've got to do this 12 more times. Oh,
1: yeah. It was. It was... Yeah, that was that's awful. I'm
0: glad I did it and didn't have to do it again. It was yeah. that one time. Yeah, but this is probably much easier because you knew exactly what was going on, and that was just <laughs> justice all the way around. I don't think the guy. What's this cat's name, by the way? Mm,
1: Clark. Uh, Clark, sure you knew right. you did it.
0: Everybody um, there knew you did it. You uh, knew you weren't getting off, Christopher Clark. Christopher Clark, you knew you weren't getting
1: off. I mean, you you knew there yeah, was when, the, when there's video evidence. So that's an interesting thing. Now that there's more video, there's dash. You know, cameras mm-hmm, yeah. everywhere. There's um, home surveillance cameras everywhere on every front door. I mean, you can almost guarantee if you walk up to somebody's house, you're on camera. Exactly. You know, I mean, I don't know why anybody would burgle a house these days. Every house you walk up to has a camera on the front right. door. Yeah. So why would you even bother? So. I mean, it's and so everything, the, there's video. And so now there's video from every house looking at every street. So there's video evidence coming up everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, once there's video evidence, it totally changes the dynamic of. Uh, I, I
0: I hope the victim's family gets some peace. Mm-hmm. Um, you took a life over a bag of chips, dude. I hope you spend the rest of your life miserable in prison. Yeah, and not that, a
1: good one. That's the odd thing too. In this case, nobody knows exactly why he did it. Right. Um, and, and General Nash, District uh, Attorney General Nash, um, mentioned that it's like uh,
0: best it's name not, ever.
1: <laughs> it's not clear, you know, what happened. Mm-hmm. Um was he was he mad? Did, did he take offense? was he try thinking that the guy was coming after him and he was trying to get away? it was not ever there was never any motive established. Now, they didn't have to have a motive to to convict right but it's one of the sort of unknowns in this case is why the heck did you do that?
0: Yeah, it you know? makes no sense, yeah all right enough of right, that story of that. got a feel good story in there is there a puppy
1: and kitties thing in there oh i don't have any puppies and kitties stories so some some kind of, of i've new got restaurant a restaurant horrific opening? story about puppies i don't, you want don't want that to, you know about that story we you don't, don't want to go we there we want to talk about no, that story no? that was an okay. awful story all right what's next all right i got a school story okay good they involve students okay um. So the uh, you remember when we fixed that school bus driver shortage and everything seemed like it was all lines, Yeah. Know, yeah. Uh, butterflies and flowers and it seemed like we and all kittens. had to fix. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. It's not completely fixed. Okay. There's still a school and probably a couple of different routes that they've not been able to fill. Um, in particular, uh, Oakland Elementary School. Okay. Um, we've still got um, situations where they have to do double bus runs. Mm-hmm. And if you do a double bus run. That means basically that driver is taking all those kids home, coming all the way back to the school and then picking up another load of kids and bringing them home. Result of that is kids, elementary school kids aren't getting home until like five o'clock in the afternoon yeah, Um, or the evening. Right. Technically five o'clock is evening and it's just continuing to persist. Um, And so a lot of parents are getting justifiably upset about this and- School system's doing what they can, but it's just not enough drivers for all the kids that they right. have to transport.
0: Here's the reality of, of, of being a bus driver, and I say this as, as a, a son... Of my parents, who are both—they're both. My mom and my dad are both bus drivers. They do that in retirement. My mom is doing like uh, like smaller buses now. She's doing like more like one-on-one delivery of of special needs students. Mm -hmm. But my dad still drives a regular school bus. Mm -hmm. My dad didn't do this for a profession. My dad was a union floor installer for forty years, and then in retirement, he started driving bus everywhere has got a bus shortage because they don't pay enough for someone to do that job full time. Mm -hmm. And the hours needed to do it aren't conducive to someone else having another job. So they don't pay them enough. Understandably, it's a part-time job. It really is. You're not working all year, but it is the perfect job for people who are retired. Mm -hmm. So if you are retired from the military, if you're retired from your regular job, you can work a certain number of hours and social security or you know so social security still works and all that stuff you don't have to worry about that so i encourage everybody who is is retired has nothing else to do mm-hmm. looking for something it may not seem like it but bus driving can change your life mm-hmm. my dad we thought he'd hate it mm-hmm. we thought my dad would hate driving bus they gave him the worst bus route they really? had where he where he drives bus uh-huh. Because he was the new bus driver, right? My mom's like, he'll last a year, if that. My dad doesn't give up. But my dad, not only does he love it, he loves his kids on the bus. And they love him because he's just this gruff 70-year-old man Mm -hmm. who is not talking about feelings. He's just dad. He's dad. (laughs) He He is the old grandpa dad. Yeah. To, the, to the how many kids are on his bus is he doing uh, elementary school? Or he high does school? do elementary school, middle and high school He oh, does, he the does three, three He does yeah. the three routes he loves his elementary kids. He gets invited to like birthday parties like Mr. Ken <laughs> will
1: you come to my birthday party? Well what convinced him to drive a bus? That
0: he just wanted seems, to it my like... mom did it for uh-huh. years when, when when us kids were school age she would drive bus so she could be home with us. And so my mom convinced him to do it. Like, let's just do this together. Mm -hmm. Again, thinking he would hate it, and then we'd find something else. But no, he loves it. It's funny because at Christmas every year, my wife is a teacher. My brother is a teacher. My sister-in-law is a teacher. And Mm -hmm. so they will all sit around and talk about the various gifts that they get from students. Like, my wife always gets beautiful coffee mugs and candy. Mm. She gets apples? She does get a couple apples and gift cards. My dad cleans house. (laughs) (laughs) Like, my dad... Oh, his, the kids on his bus route, the parents like just shower him with stuff cause they, they love him so much oh. and he loves those kids. And I, my dad had to have heart surgery recently and my mom had to force him not to drive bus wow. because the doctor told him you need to take some days off. You cannot drive bus. And on the way home, my dad's like, I think I can go drive tomorrow. My mom had to call the bus company and say, please do not let him drive. He needs three days off because he just loves those kids so much. It changed his life Mm -hmm. and it changed the kid's life, too, because they have this role model now, even though he's just in the in the bus with them for 30 minutes or whatever. Mm -hmm. He's that consistent, you know, smiling face that gets them to and from school it makes them feel loved and taken care of
1: yeah and there's opportunities to have a chat and Mm -hmm. over time you know you just kind of get to know people and it becomes part of your life and he's also not telling them to do their homework exactly or stuff like that he just wants them to be safe he might have to tell them to sit down or whatever every now and then but he's not the one cracking the whip
0: right you know exactly there's one story he told me and i'll I'll get i'll try to get the details the best i can there was a student that was really quiet, that was his bus, always sit in the front seat right next to him. Mm-hmm. The kid had, you know, just uh, disabilities, right? Intellectual disabilities. Mm-hmm. But over the year, he really started taking to my dad and opening up to my dad. Well, all of a sudden, he turned into the bus driving assistant and it was his job to huh. open the door each time. So huh. it gave that kid purpose, right?
1: <laughs> gave him a job. and yeah, it opened. That's, and, and, that's and, important. Yes, yeah. and he
0: started to, to be more open and talk more and yeah. you could just see that that, that opportunity to be Mr. Ken's assistant
1: yeah, was yeah. something
0: important to him. It's it's so important, and again, it's it's a, it's not an easy job. It doesn't pay anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's it doesn't work for most people, but it works for retired people. And mm-hmm. I highly recommend you retired from the military, retired from whatever you're doing. You're still young. You want to do something where you have got a flexible schedule, and you're making some great spending money, some great walking around money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Be a school bus driver. It can change your life. It can change your uh, it can change kids' life. Yeah, for the as better. You're
1: sitting around, you know feeling lonely and like there's you know nothing you're doing and it's i mean this is a great way to be engaged and involved in your community and yeah and that's awesome and you know, and I know as a journalist we put out stories all the time about the bad stuff that happens right but something as simple as driving a bus mm-hmm. there's all kinds of wonderful stuff that happens there that's not newsworthy you know you right. hear about the bad things that happen with school bus drivers mm-hmm. you never hear about all the good fun like meaningful interactions that you can have with, uh, yeah. with kids in a situation like
0: that. Like my dad gets to be full dad, mm-hmm. full on dad duty for, for 30 yeah. some kids that are riding his bus every day and he That's loves cool. it. So I know, I know that he's not, it, it's going to be, it's going to be rough when he has to give it up because mm-hmm. he's grown to love it so much. Yeah. You know, so,
1: so next week, are we going to have to apologize? Cause uh, you know, 50 of our listeners have tried to apply to be bus drivers. So if we have to apologize floated, for that, we flood the transportation department with applications.
0: <laughs> if that happens, that I mean, would be the best apology. Right.
1: That was the best but, apology
0: ever. If we yeah. have to do that, like, Hey, listen, there's no more bus driver shortage.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And everybody stop getting mad at CMCSS because <laughs> they won't hire you to be a bus driver. Right. Because <laughs> yeah, ran, right. ran out of jobs. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know, but that's, that'd be cool if it happened. It's what I'll do when
0: I retire. Yeah. When I retire from a regular job, it doesn't work with my schedule right now, but when I retire from this job, I will be a bus driver in yeah. retirement.
1: All right. Well, go for it. Yeah. Um, so the other thing that we got, uh, going on, if I can call up the story, you should have had this prepped ahead of time. Well, I did, but then the the article changed. So I need to get the most updated version. Oh, okay. So the, um, uh, we've got a lot of jobs coming, Ryan. Yes, we do. Um, we have an estimated 1,075 new jobs coming to our local economy, um, in 2025.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We normally get around like uh, 500 jobs a year, mm, yeah. but like next year, it's going to be tw- uh, 1,075 new job being yeah, added, right? Being added to our economy. Um, There's going to come from several new companies. Uh, LG Chem is mm. going to have 144 job openings. Amazon is going to have 250. Hankook Tire is going to double their workforce by 2028, and 415 of those hires are coming in 2025. Wow. Um, And then there's also going to be another 520 jobs made available um, throughout 2024, 547 jobs in 2026, and a total of 3,000 direct jobs are being added to our workforce by the year 2029. That's amazing. I
0: know that's a lot of numbers. That's a lot of numbers. Try to get your head around that.
1: 3,000 more jobs between now and 2029. That's a lot of families. Yes, it is. A lot of people moving here.
0: All coming to Clarksville. So guess what? you'll continue seeing neighborhoods pop up all over the place. <laughs> we
1: will. So one of the things that's happening is um, they're, the IDB and the EDC, I know it's a lot of alphabet soup, they're basically trying to find ways to train people for jobs locally because mm-hmm. one of the complaints people have is people moving here, you know, oh, none of these jobs are going to be for local people. They're all going to be coming from Michigan. Well, they might. might be coming from Chicago, right. you know, Nashville, wherever. Um, but... If you keep your eyes open and you you know pay attention, you can get trained to do these jobs. One of the things they really want to do is hire locally. They want to hire people who are right here coming out of Fort Campbell, right. retired soldiers um, to do these jobs. And there's a lot of training opportunities. And that's what they're trying to work out with all these industries. So the EDC, the, the IDB,
0: and the LMNOP yeah. are all joining forces together in one big acronym yeah, yeah. to help provide job training for all these jobs.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Y- you can
0: read more about that on Clarkswindow.com. That's right. And all the acronyms you can figure. And, the and they spell them out for you, which they is just, I always appreciate about Clarksville now. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the biggest stories. They're
1: well, waiting no. for you right now. There's more? There's more. I thought you said there's only four today. I've been keeping track. Well, there's. this okay. isn't really a story as okay. much as letting people know what's coming up. Okay. Tuesday. All right. Election Day. Um, from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Make sure you go vote. It'll be the Republican and Democratic Party primaries. Okay. Um, go in and cast your ballot. Um, because the people who have the power are the people who vote. That's right. There's a reason that Social Security is a sacred cow, and that's because right. old people vote. That's right. <laughs> that's, very, that's very true. If other demographic groups voted with the same strength and numbers mm-hmm. as retirees, then they would have the power. Yeah. So, yeah, you only have the power if you vote. So go vote.
0: Okay. And if you don't have a go vote sticker on, an I voted sticker, Chris will mock you. That's
1: right. You will get mocked. <laughs> Incessantly for the entire day. That's right. So go vote. Yep. And look for election coverage on ClarksvilleNow.com. We'll have it that night, live as it rolls in. Mm-hmm. Should start rolling around seven thirty to eight o'clock, and then we'll have Reaction from all the candidates throughout the night.
0: Chris loves those nights because he orders pizza for the Clarksville Now staff. Yeah. And they're here late yeah. and they eat pizza and they check out election results. they up
1: on caffeine and pepperoni. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's a good time. And then the, then the staff we have works really hard to give you. I mean, you're not going to get anywhere else, folks. If you so want sure. the election results like a week later, yeah, there's plenty of places you can go. But if you want maybe. election results, it may be. Right? Exactly. <laughs> if you want election results as they happen, ClarksvilleNow.com is your is your place to go. That's right. Bunch of hardworking kids back there bringing you the news. And we just brought you the biggest stories in all of Clarksville. The Clarksville Rundown, a Clarksville Now original podcast.